Hello and welcome to episode 70 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Kev P and with me is the part way to my drive, it's Gem G. Hello. Hello. We're still on brand. Still on brand, yeah. With the download content. So this episode is the third part to the series and it's the review of Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, the hottest days. Yeah, very hot days. It's weird because it wasn't as hot as Bloodstock was, but it felt... More hard work, I think, because it was bigger. Well, it's bigger and there's hills, isn't there? And all of the hills, yeah, that's true. Bloodstock's nice blood, and flat. Bloodstock's flat. So mm. Just made yeah. it, did make it a lot easier. But obviously, it's 10 degrees hotter there. So aside from the heat and the dust, what did Saturday bring? It started with the barbecue. Yes, it did. Of course it did. The last one, though. The last barbecue, yeah. yeah. Last breakfast barbecue. And then, what did you do? I had to wash the dust out of my hair. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, we had a few... Pre-arena beverages. You could say that, yeah. Got through some. You did. And then we went over to the Avalanche. And this was the only time I went to the Avalanche the whole weekend. Was it? I can't remember if I watched anybody else in the Avalanche, actually. I don't know, but yeah. I did say it got to be someone special to make me walk all the way to the Avalanche, and it definitely was. It was someone special, yeah. Yeah. It's our previous guests. It was like Malice. Yeah. And we got some pretty good spots. We did. We both ended up on the barrier, slightly apart. Yeah. I was kind of smack in the middle. I was more to the you side. You were to the left, weren't you? Yeah. So you're looking at the stage. So I think we were on pretty much every photo they took. And yeah, they just, again, raised the ball like they seem to do with every show. Yeah. And you can see why they're going down so well. Absolutely. Yeah. They just owned that stage completely from start to finish. Yeah, and I couldn't believe how busy it had got. I'm glad it wasn't in the dog tooth, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, well-deserved upgrade on that one. Yeah, and they played all the songs. Yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. Yeah. They had a blow-up dinosaur. They did around. have a blow-up dinosaur, yeah. They had a bit of pit rowing going on. And I also saw, obviously this was well after, I think it was only a couple of days ago, I saw Blake giving somebody a guitar. Yeah, I didn't see that on the day. I don't know I, I saw, missed it. I saw him jump off the stage with the guitar. Yeah. But then didn't realise they'd actually given it to somebody, no. jumped back up on stage and then got a new guitar. Yeah, I saw him go into the crowd, but I hadn't realised what had gone on. Yeah, completely oblivious to it, but yeah, uh, somebody's got a really cool uh, piece of kit now. But yeah, they were awesome, and it's just, we always say it, but it's so cool to see them. We saw them on their third ever Second show. Second or third show, yeah. Yeah, and just to see how they've grown in just over a year, really. Yeah, yeah, and just over the course of a year, they've gone from playing uh, the beta as a support band to Death Blooms. And now they've been on tour with Bloodywood. They're playing multiple festivals. They've played Download to a huge crowd in the Avalanche. Yeah. And yeah, I hope it keeps going. And after Lake Malice, we headed back towards the guest area, but I stopped off to watch Ice Nine Kills. Yeah. Because I did really want to see them after missing them last year. And they were really good. I didn't get to watch all of them because I was just so hot at that point. I felt like I was melting, but I think I watched from about track two. Hmm. Definitely saw Hip to be Scared, which I think was about third. That's one of my favourites anyway. So yeah. As long as I saw that one, I'd be happy. But I stayed a <laughs> bit longer, and I think I left after American Nightmare or thereabouts. Yeah, so you probably did so like half of the set. About half the set, but yeah, I could just feel the sun on me, and I was dripping, and I just knew I needed to get some shade and some water. Yeah. Which is sad, I would have loved to watch the whole set. It was really good. You know that they're really fun and interactive and mm. all their stage set up and their props and their theatrics are great. And apparently they actually killed Download Dog, which I missed, but I've seen a clip of it since. And I think 
We didn't actually see Download Dog anywhere the whole weekend, which no, is not didn't. unusual. Yeah, no. But sometimes you see him on stage or kind of at the front in the, call it, like between the barrier and the stage. Yeah. But yeah, they were good. Glad I saw a bit of them at least. And then after that came and met you in the guest area, didn't we? Did we have some food at that point, I think? I think we did, yeah. Yeah. I had a disappointing gyro. Actually, the halloumi was nice in it and the salad. It was just the bready bit was really dry. Mm. And compared to last year's gyro, very disappointing, I would say. It wasn't even rolled up. It was just flat. It's not a gyro, then. What I didn't understand as well was there was an option of you could have halloumi, you could have chicken, you could have halloumi, chicken and chips. You couldn't just have halloumi and chips. <laughs> That was probably my most disappointing food experience, I think. Hmm. Well, after that, we went to go and... Well, I went to go and watch Clutch. Yeah. Did you come with me to watch Clutch? No, I went to Motionless in White. I uh, probably... They were, yeah, they were on the second stage, weren't they? Yeah. I think I might have been able to see a bit of Clutch if they were on around the same time. I actually overestimated how long it would take me to get to the second stage. I was there about 15 minutes before I needed to be because hmm. I left plenty of time. So I just sat on the grass for a bit and... Got the benefit of other people's shadows that were standing up. <laughs> Wise move. Yeah. But then the fear of being trod on kicked in, so I stood up and moved further to the front. And what motionless might like? Oh, they were awesome. So glad I finally got to see them. I was so disappointed when I missed them in 2017 because I didn't get in on time. Yeah, they were great. They did a really good mix of tracks, so some of the really heavier ones and then some of the what, what I would class as kind of motionless ballads, I guess. But they had really good sing-alongs to them, so it was just a really good atmosphere as well around watching them and... Yeah, the crowd were really into it. They were interactive. Got to hear some real life Chris Motionless Blairs. You enjoyed it then? Yes. All good. Definitely worth getting hot for that one. Well. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was watching Clutch and it was, I don't know, a typical Clutch kind of performance. Absolutely flawless. I don't understand how they never actually move, seem to move up the bill. They're always like a mid range, like a mid table football team, aren't they? Yeah. And I just don't get it because, you know, they've got a huge fan base, obviously very talented, and but they just don't seem to – it's almost like that corn problem that corn will never get the headline download. Mm. I feel like Clutch will never move up the bill. No, I feel like most of my headlines second stage. Second stage, maybe yeah. One day. I mean, I've, I've seen them on second stage before, pack it mm. out. But yeah. I've seen them on the main stage, pack it out. So, I, yeah, I don't get it. But, yeah, they were faultless. You know, it was a clutch performance. They, they don't seem to put a foot wrong. So that was all good. So our next move then was, I think we went to the guest area and watched some of Alexis on fire from there. Yeah, they were really good. I kind of wish I'd have been that in the arena for that now. Same, but I just, again, it's one of those it cases was one of, those of where you needing, just needing to sit some and, shade. Yeah. And just to rest. But yeah, they were absolutely great from what we saw. I mean, that was the beauty, like I said in the other episode, that was the beauty of those poles. Yeah. You didn't have to be in the arena. You could comfortably sit and watch. And hear clearly. And hear clearly. Yeah. But yeah, from everything I saw and heard, they were fantastic. After that, we popped back to the tent and I deposited you there for a party nap, didn't I? Yeah. It seems I've done nothing but sleep. That's how it'll come across. I was only kind of sleeping for about three or four hours at night and I think that was part of the problem. Yeah. So with the heat exhaustion as well, a couple of days you needed a disco nap, didn't you? Yeah. Which... Really annoyed me because I did want to watch the band that you went to, went to go and see. Mm-hmm. Which were Disturbed. So I think I missed the first track because I came into the arena when Stupefy was on. 
but I had this idea because I knew I wanted to go to placebo next. So I thought I'll work my way up kind of to the top of the hill and I'm halfway there for placebo, mm. which in theory was great. But I got to literally the top of the hill. I was in front of the Ferris wheel, which was good because there was a bit of shade there. But then all I could hear was simple plan on the second stage. Oh. So I didn't quite catch all of Disturbed for the first few tracks, unfortunately. Mm. It was just one of those awkward points and I couldn't be bothered to go any further back down the hill. So I just put up with it. So these simple plan were only on for about another 10 minutes. So yeah. it was fine. So I was watching Disturbed What Hearing Simple Plan. And unfortunately, Simple Plan really aren't my thing. So I didn't, it wasn't like I could really enjoy that. Really appreciate it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Disturbed were great. I've not seen them for, it must be nearly 20 years since I've seen them. I'm trying to think of where you might have seen them. Would have been pre-2004, wouldn't it? I saw them at Ozfest. I saw them supporting Marilyn Manson. And I think, I can't remember which way around they were. Probably Ozfest. Don't think I've seen them since that. Yeah, time it was 2003. Time. No, two. two. Yeah. 21 years. Which seems bad. It does for a band that size. I know, just how I've just not seen them. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. Anyway, they were great. They put on a good, solid performance, played good range of stuff. They played some of the new album, which I wasn't a massive fan of, but they did no, play. I, I can't remember the name of it. There's one track I really, really liked on the new one which sounded like Old Disturbed. That was a good one. They dropped in the covers, Land of Confusion, big sing-along to Sound of Silence. Unfortunately, um, Simple Plan had done by then, <laughs> so you could hear it. I did think they might have finished with that one, but it was about halfway through. You could see the whole crowd just singing along to that one, so that was quite mm. magical to see. I think I thought they would have finished with Down of the Sickness. Well, so did I, but they didn't actually. That was second to last. Mm. Yeah, I was really surprised when they played that. I thought, oh, this must be it. And again, that had a massive sing-along too, obviously, because it's their, yeah. their top song in it. Everyone knows that one. But they finished with Inside the Fire. Mm, I'm surprised at that. I thought kind of like the last three tracks would have been Sand Silence, Down of Sickness, mm. possibly Land of Confusion. Yeah, all around, great performance. David Dramer's still vocally on point completely although interestingly he's since had to cancel some dates because of the dust of download has got to him and he's succumbed to it and can't carry on yeah but at least we got they can- to see they cancelled the rest of the tour i don't know if it's the rest but it's at least the next few as we speak that are upcoming which i think are festival dates as well yeah but yeah that was great and aside from the other sound interference watching from right at the top of the hill is really cool as well because you could see the stage but then you you've got the screens and it all it all worked well. out yeah. yeah so next up i went over to placebo and I went in with this with no high expectations of enjoying it, I have to say. After the reviews of their recent tour and the fact they were not very interactive, they were playing mainly new stuff. Obviously, they had their camera phone ban in the venues. Hmm. So I really wasn't sure how this was going to come across, how people would react to it. And it wasn't actually that busy at first because I was at the top of the hill. I could kind of go straight down, get quite close to the front. But I think a lot of people then followed obviously from further down the hill from watching Disturbed. Yeah. And when they first came on, I think they played three new tracks to start with. Okay. So start with Forever Chemicals and then Beautiful James. Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, this is just going to be new stuff. I'll definitely bob off and see Creeper mm. soon. <laughs> but then they played Bionic. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. And I think another couple of newer ones. But from then on, it was just old stuff. Oh, and I was like, wow, this is not what I expected. You know, Brian was even talking to us. Wow. I know. They did seem to have a couple of sound issues at one point, as quite a few bands did that I think we've already mentioned. And I know, I'm sure Brian said something like, oh, we'll be back with you in a minute when we've actually got some sounds. <laughs> oh. And I did fear that it was just going to go off in a huff. Mm. He's got form. He's got form, yeah. But he didn't. So then we just had a run through. They did For What It's Worth. Yeah. Slave to the Wage. 
song to say goodbye and then they played Nancy Boy, which is the first time they've played that since 2017. Wow. And at first when they started playing the riff on the intro, I was just like, I was like, Nancy Boy, but they didn't play it anymore, so they can't be. And I was like, oh my God, they actually played Nancy Boy. Mm. So excited. And then the bitter end, infrared, and finish with running up that hill. Yeah, the irony. Yeah, which had the biggest sing-along of the night. Obviously, it's well, a big track now. Yeah, it's it's a track now that people know after watching Strange yeah. Things. They wouldn't have had a fucking clue before. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people were singing along to, especially the older stuff as well, so it had a really good crowd response, but that one really had a, yeah. a really good sing-along. So yeah, I stayed till the end, in the end. Oh, the bitter end. To the bitter end, yeah. Yeah, so they were great. I was really impressed. They surpassed the expectations I had, just like I said, on their recent form. Although Brian had a white suit on and kind of white rimmed sunglasses. He looked a bit like the lead singer of Alvona from a distance. Oh, dear. Because his hair's about shoulder length as well. Yeah, it's a poor choice. It's probably not intentional to look like the Alvona no. man, but yeah. Um, one of the highlights of the weekend, that. Oh, excellent. So then... What is quite funny, I was absolutely convinced. We know when Creeper got announced as a secret set or it wasn't that secret. Yeah. I was absolutely convinced it was the avalanche they were on. And it was only partway through placebo, I realised, by looking at someone's T-shirt, that they were in the dog tooth. Oh. So that could have been interesting. That could have been a disaster. Yeah. Or it might have been just before placebo started, I think. So I was thinking, can I be bothered to get to the avalanche from here? And then I was like, they're in the dog tooth. That's just up there. Well, that's good. I think it's at least, you, at least you'd spotted it. Well, exactly. And I think it's because they played the Avalanche last year. Yeah, that you've just yeah. automatically gone to there, or you were going to go to there. Although, what is quite funny that there was a, I think it was an official Creeper tweet last week afterwards saying, thanks, we had a great show on the Avalanche. So even they didn't know where they were. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think I got to the Creeper for about third track in, and it was really busy in the dog tooth. I just stood on the edge. I was happy from there. I could see. Yeah. Really. And it was really humid at that point. Although the sun had gone down, and I felt a bit more energetic from having the sun on. It was really humid. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. there was some thunder, I think, forecast at that point. It seemed quite a short set, and it's transpired since they actually did get cut short. Oh, Apparently okay. the dog tooth had been running behind all day anyway, so obviously they came on last and got the brunt of them being behind and they had to finish before Metallica started. Yeah. So they cut Annabelle from the set list, unfortunately, yeah. which I was sad to learn. I did miss the first track, which I was a bit sad about because that was the new single I would have liked to have heard that live. Mm. Never mind. So yeah, they played what I saw, a mix of kind of older stuff and newer stuff and we ended with a really good sing-along to Misery mm. which was awesome that reminds me of when I saw them on the main stage back in 2017 wow yeah and I think time ago. they were first or second on then that was a really good sing-along yeah so. yeah glad I saw them a bit sad it was such a short set but I have got tickets for November so you I'll have get the full creeper experience then just as you were mentioning the weather mm. when I'd woken up at the tent the humidity got really bad mm. and there were huge black skies and i remember sitting there and seeing it basically the whole thing was lighting up in the distance and there's no end of lightning going off and it was just getting closer and closer and closer and i would have come back and probably caught placebo but i didn't want to come back with chairs and other things, and not have waterproofs in case it did absolutely mm. fuck it down. Yeah. So I was kind of left it as long as I possibly could, and it eventually it just kind of skirted around us. It was really odd. It, it just mm. did kind of skirt around the campsite and the arena. Well, I was stood like literally on the edge of the tent, so I was almost half in, half out, and I felt like I felt a couple of drops of rain yeah. during Creeper. But then again, I wasn't sure if someone had just thrown a drink somewhere behind or there were people with water pistols or something, but it could have been a few random raindrops. But yeah, it, it was definitely on the horizon, and 
fortunately, it never hit because it would. I think it would have flooded a lot of the campsites. Mm. And then Metallica Part Two. I joined you. Yeah, you came met me in the same spot as uh, the previous nights that we'd done. And as was tradition from Thursday nights, we enjoyed some cheesy chips with yeah. the performance from, I can't remember what they were called, but they were the ones that I'd seen a lot of people with in like a cone-shaped thing and with some pink sauce on, which was garlic mayo. Were mine cheesy chips? Yours were, che- yours were just plain cheesy ones. Oh, I thought I'd got rosemary chips. Well, they were, yeah, they were rosemary chips, but with cheese. they were seasoned with rosemary and salt and pepper. Oh, I don't remember having any cheese. Yeah, there was cheese mixed in. Cause okay. I was really impressed as well because they put the chips in the cone, put some cheese on and then put more chips and to more cheese. cheese. So it, all, yeah. it was cheesy all the way through, which is how mm. you should do your cheesy chips. And I'd seen quite a few people with this weird pink stuff. You know, when you see people's food sometimes, you're like, yeah. I need whatever you've got. Unfortunately, that was near the, where we were where we were going to watch from. I think it was something like Pop something, Popper Chips or something. Okay. But yeah, that was, it was a bargain as well. £8 for a large portion. Mm. Yeah, we'll probably do a post specifically on the food, I think, because we normally do, don't we? Give it some ratings. Although I feel like we didn't fully explore the food options no, this year. Not all of them. Yeah, we tended to stick to the ones kind of bottom right of the stage because we tended to be around there when we were yeah. hungry or the guest area. Anywho, back to Metallica. Back to Metallica. Night two. And for me, the strongest set. Yeah, I think we mentioned that in the... Thursday, Friday. Review, yeah. Yeah. Talking about that. Yeah, I preferred this one. Whether it was because we weren't so cold, that might have helped. That could have been a part of it. It, it, really it wasn't warm. as cold. And I'm trying to think whether the crowd was any busier or not. Probably about the same, I, I think. I think it was about the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they started with Whiplash, which I think was the first time they've played it on this tour. It is, yeah. And I think they'd already kicked into that as I was walking down the hill to meet you. Oh. So that was cool. And then For Whom the Bell Tolls. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding, dong. Yeah, Ride the Lightning. Then they played uh, a couple of newer bits, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, If Darkness Had a Son, I really enjoyed that live. That's one of my favourites off the mm. new album. Yeah, I mean, I am still I still really don't like that new album. but I'm still not a massive fan, but there are still odd tracks that I do really love on it. Yeah, and it, it did feel for me as well, like the middle bit, it just felt a little bit stagnant. Mm, and a bit drawn out. There just wasn't a lot of energy in that middle bit. And I think what made it worse, although we did prefer that performance, was after the energy of Bring Me the Horizon the night before, it did seem very sedate and ploddy and just like old men doing their thing on stage. Yeah, pretty much. Which it was, and they do it well, but... Yeah, just wasn't the best. Yeah, but some of the highlights for me were Unforgiven. Yeah. I do love that one, and Wherever I May Roam and Whiskey in the Jar. That got everyone bouncing, didn't it? I was surprised they played that as really? well. Yeah. I, I expected them to play that. It's a good crowd pleaser, I think. It is, but you know, you know, just because it's not their song. Yeah, I see what you mean. But I, I just wouldn't have thought they'd have played it. Mm. Yeah, and then they led into the two kind of big ones, didn't they? Yeah, one, which I don't think I've seen that one live before. Which album was it on? Was it on the Black Album? I thought it was on Justice for All. Then you've probably not seen it live. Yeah. So, I mean, that was good, although that kind of felt a bit drawn out with the kind of big build-up to it. And obviously they've got the imagery from the video in and it... Yeah, so that was was one of the good things about yeah. their stuff. They had got a lot of the imagery in. Yeah. One of the things I forgot to mention as well is they played the bit from, I think it's The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Yeah. Morricone piece. Yeah, they came onto that both nights because I saw someone complain and say it was supposed to be unique both nights, but they came onto the same track. <laughs> They're not playing the fucking track. I know, and that's what they always come on to. Yeah, and then they finished with a classic. End Sandman. Had to be done, obviously. Yeah. 
is that why we kind of said, okay, they got part of the way through it and went, that'll do now? No, we did watch all events. Oh, did, we, did we end up watching it? was Master all? of Puppets, we went all the way. We oh, left part right, way yeah. through, but I wanted to watch all events and then. Yeah. I was like, I've got this far, I'm sticking it through. And we weren't cold, so. But yeah, it was a stronger set for me. And like you said, it's a strong set for you. But I think that's a age, because most of the stuff that they played on this set, I'd say at least two thirds of it was Kill Em All, uh, Justice For All, and Black Album. Mm. So it's kind of the stuff that we'd have grown up with. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Partly. And I think that just made it a bit stronger, whereas some people preferred, was it Ride the Lightning that were playing on Thursday? Yeah, they did play Ride the Lightning. Yeah, so I feel like it was, it was earlier stuff. Mm. It was the earlier, thrashier stuff that they played as opposed mm. to the ones that we prefer. Yeah, and I still feel they could have managed with one night. Yeah, but, you, you, you can know. cram it all into one night. Never mind, it was what it was. Mm. Like I said to you, it might be the last chance you get to see Metallica. Because I don't know if I would pay to see their own show. No, I wouldn't, no. Unless they maybe shrink it back to arenas rather than stadiums, which I can't see them doing. No, they won't do that. So. The thing is, they don't need to, True. so they won't. I think... If I were to go and play and see them in a stadium show, it'd have to be like a really good lineup with maybe two, three support bands I really want to watch as well. Yeah. Make it a full event rather than just Metallica. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them multiple times now, and it's, although they're great live, I've no real desire anymore to watch them. Same. So, like, when the obviously headline at a festival, I will watch them, yeah. but yeah, the, the desire's not there anymore. Mm. And after that, we. Went back to the tent and called off for a cup of tea on the way. Yeah, I grabbed a coffee. Helped me sleep. Yeah. And that's the end of Saturday. Then on Sunday, and it was no barbecue Sunday. Yeah, we went out for breakfast on Sunday, which we talked more about in our RIP episode. Yeah. And then once we'd done that, I think we um, we had to get back quite early. Yeah, and I had to wash the dust out my hair again. Yeah, and then it was off into the arena to watch the first band on, which were Bloodywood. Yeah, in fact, I think we called off for a drink in the guest area first, didn't we? We did, yeah. And a bit of a cool down after that massive 10-minute walk. Yeah, that huge walk. Yeah, and um, we always knew Sunday was going to be a busy day. And I think despite the heat, we pretty much saw everyone we intended to. I pretty much saw, well, just because of clashes, we couldn't watch everybody. Mm. But yeah. yeah, we saw... A lot of bands on the Sunday. And yeah, Bloody Wood were amazing again. Yeah, which we expected them to be after Bloodstock last year. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't get higher up the bill at download, especially after the performance at Bloodstock. We say that though, the venues that they've been doing on their own tour have been relatively small. And they've yeah. all sold out, haven't they? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I'm sure they could sell bigger venues, but... I suppose it's that risk from where they've, you know, for all the logistical costs yeah. and everything else, but... Yeah. yeah, fully expect them to do in bigger venues and be higher up the bill next time they're over here. Yeah, definitely. Mm. They they were really, really good. Yeah. And I want to watch them again and again yeah. and again. I mainly watched them from the top of the hill because I had a little rock fit meet up on Sunday by the big wheel. So I kind of watched them from up there, but watched them a bit closer up as I started my descent up the hill, or ascent up the hill. <laughs> so I watched them a bit from the guest area and then from inside as well. Yeah. And yeah, they were fan they were fantastic. Really, really good live. And anybody who's not seen them, you need to go and watch them. 
I then watched Blind Channel, kind of at the same time, on the second stage from a distance. Yeah. As part of our meetup, so they sounded really good. They didn't actually have that big a crowd, actually. I thought they would have had more people there. I know it was early, but mm. it was probably one of the emptiest I've seen the second stage. I could actually see some grass around it oh, wow. at that point. Yeah. There was still a good crowd there, but I just thought it might have been bigger. Well, that's interesting. And then I watched Lorna Shaw. Did you watch Lorna Shaw with me? I met you, I think, during Lorna Shaw, because when they first came on stage, I was still at the top of the hill with the the rock fit gang. And it was so funny, because you could see people doing the circle pits, and the clouds of dust that were coming up from that, you could see from the top, was insane. Yeah, it was a very, very dusty Sunday. Yeah. But Lorna Shaw, fantastic, again, and... Glad I watched them. Yeah, like I said to you, how does that noise come out of Will Ramos's mouth? Like, where does it come from? God knows. It's insane. Yeah, that, but that was a really solid performance again. And then I think, did we then meet up and go to the guest area for a drink? That's when we sat in the kind of teepee bit. Oh, to, yes. We were torn between, do we stand in the sun or do we get some shade, but it's hideously humid? Yeah, the humidity was really bad in there. It was just But we found somewhere grim. to park and sit down for a little while. Yeah, and I think it did help, although, we were, yeah, we were sweating a lot in there, yeah. but at least not out in the not sun. Not burning. And then we went back to go and watch The Who. The H-U Who. H-U Who, yeah. Yes. Who are awesome. I love them so much. I do, and I can't wait to see them again. I kind of regret not seeing them last year when they played Rock City, but I think there was a reason we couldn't go to that. Yeah, there would have been otherwise we would have gone. Yeah, but they had a really cool set. I love the fact that they played Sad But True, a festival where Metallica had played twice. Yeah. Actually, did I prefer their version? I don't know. It's different, isn't it? It is different, yeah. And Uva Uva You is one of my favourites because it's a Rockfit song, so you have to do the movements to it. You You do. Yeah. (laughs) You can't not do that. So if you spotted some people doing weird arm movements during that track. That's why. That's why. They were Rockfit people. It's what we do. And then after that, we went up to go and watch Avatar. And I think you stood a bit further back than me for that. Why did I do that? I don't know. But I got camping chairs by this point. No. I think you just wanted to stand further back. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I went nearer the front and sat in people shade again for a bit till they came on. Yeah. Because it was on the left-hand side of the second stage. So that wasn't quite as sunful. No, it wasn't. I think because of like the structure of the stage, it was just blocking out a bit of the sun at that point. Yeah, Avatar... Again, one of my top bands of the weekend. Yeah, they're always good there. Never, never let you down. I felt the set was too short, but it was probably the right length for them at that time of day. It just felt short, I think, after seeing them in full yeah. a few months ago. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it did seem, it, I mean, it was the same with Bloodywood. I thought Bloodywood set was too yeah. short. And with Avatar, I thought it was too short, but it kind of worked for the time of day and the heat. And Yeah, and they obviously picked out the highlights and they, they played what I would want them to play anyway. Yeah, they played, oh, what did they play? Freak Show. Uh, they played... Dirt and Buried In. Yeah. They played Valley of Disease and finished on... Hell the Apocalypse. And finished on Hell the Apocalypse, yeah. I think they started with Dance, Devil Dance, which they did when we saw them on their own tour. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, I think you're right. But it, yeah, it was a great set. Yeah. They were really good. And this was the worst clash of the weekend for me because they clashed with Behemoth. Yeah, it was the worst clash for me as well. I really wanted to watch both, but yeah. I thought it would be bad form if I'd watch Behemoth with an Avatar t-shirt on and not mm. watch Avatar. What we should have done, you should have watched Behemoth with your Avatar t-shirt on, I should have watched Avatar with my Behemoth t-shirt yeah. on. But we still saw some of Behemoth. Yeah, I think we caught like, the last two or three songs. Yeah. I think as well with Avatar being on the smaller stage, I knew that I'd kind of be able to get nearer more comfortably than I would for Behemoth. Yeah. Probably. 
Yeah, so I think we caught like the last two, three tracks of Behemoth. Yeah, I think they're on Versus Christus. They were, there. yeah. So sad that if it had been slightly quicker, I'd have got Once Upon a Pale Horse because that's one of my favourites of the new album, mm. the latest album. But still got to see Bart Sabell, which is my yeah. all-time favourite. Same, yeah. I do. Oh, is it my favourite? No, I don't think it is. The Death of the Sun would have been very good as well, had we seen that in that heat. Oh, God, yeah. Very fitting. But yeah, they had the full kind of gear on. Yeah. Oh, God knows how hot they were in all of that. Yeah, but. I'd be used to it. But yeah, again, as we said, it doesn't work so well in the bright, hot sunshine. It doesn't, no. <laughs> they also didn't have as big a crowd as I thought they would. No. It I... did seem on the thin side. And I don't yeah. know if that's because of the heat. I think it could have been the heat. We were fairly far back where we were anyway, so there's quite a bit of space behind us. Yeah. But probably a combination of the heat, the Avatar clash... I'm not sure who are on the other stages at the same time. And they are quite, in terms of your overall download lineup, which is quite varied, they are on the more extreme side, aren't they? They are on the heavier so side, yeah. I would think a lot of the, your average download goer might not be quite into that. Especially for the lineup this year. Because mm. it was more, there were a lot of acts that would have been better suited to Leeds, I think. Quite a few that we said, yeah. And a lot more that are just more crowd-friendly kind of... Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I get what you Whereas mean. Behemoth are on the more extreme side of metal compared to a lot, which is more of a bloodstock thing, isn't it? Yeah. So there weren't many other acts on that kind of level that Behemoth were on. Yeah. But again, I feel like it was a bit too early in the day for them as mm. well. I feel they'd have been better served at night. I think, or just before Slipknot rather than Partway. I get why Partway were where they were, because I think yeah. they led on well to Slipknot. Yeah, I think they'd possibly have been better just before Ghost. Mm. I mean, I think they would have looked better on the dog tooth, but I think they're too big a setup. They're for too, that, yeah, they're way they? too big for dog tooth. Yeah, I also love the fact that they not only them, but all the bands that had pyro in that heat already in the middle of the day. Yeah, <laughs> like we need to be hotter. Yeah, how can we make tonight even hotter? Let's have some flames. <laughs> um, after that, I think we popped into the guest area again for some shade we did, and a yeah, drink. And the drink. And then went to the Dogtooth to see Soen. We did. I think we caught a bit of I Prevail from the guest area and on our way up yeah. to the Dogtooth. And I think I got some food at that point on my way up to the Dogtooth. Yeah, and Soen as well. Wasn't as busy as I thought it would be. No, I was kind of on the edge of the tents because I didn't want to go in because it looked all clammy at that point. Yeah, I was a lot further in than you and it didn't look that busy and i think that was one of the times as well particularly the second half of the tent where there was a lot of people who were clearly not in there to watch so and they were just taking up space yeah but the people kind of stood where we were were really into them yeah so it's like a tent of two halves almost yeah pretty much but so and were, so and were great yeah i really want to see them at a proper show yeah i'd like to see a full length i feel like i didn't fully appreciate it because i was quite hot and bothered at that point and yeah Starting to worry about getting a place for Ghost, and I was like, Yeah, I mean, them. hopefully, they're gonna do a tour around us at yeah. some point soon. Yeah, definitely be looking out for it. And then we parted ways, yeah. So I went to go and get camping chairs, I think. Yeah, and I went to watch Bad Religion, which weren't my first choice for that time, but I just it was more about getting a spot, was it? I, yeah, getting a spot for Ghost. I really wanted to watch Partway, but I just feel like I'm never gonna see them, I'm just doomed to only hear them. Yeah. I'm a bit annoyed because they did their arena shows, didn't they, earlier in the year? I was like, no, I can see them download. But it wasn't meant to be. So next time they do their own tour, I think we should go. Okay, deal. Quite happy to watch them. Anyway, yeah, I went and sat on the grass for a bit for Bad Religion and I was starting to get a bit closed in, so I stood up and got a bit nearer. But Bad Religion were really good. I do like them. It's not that I don't like them. I was just not even That's not them. who you were there for. Yeah. 
But yeah, last time I saw them, they were in the avalanche and they were really good. And do you know what? Considering their age, not being funny, but you know, they're getting on now. Yeah, yeah, they're not spring chickens anymore. Yeah, they just put on such a good solid performance and like the vocals and the harmonies are still on point. Like they were years and years and years ago. Mm. So yeah, they were good. They were entertaining. They were fun to watch. Played a good range of tracks and yeah, it was an enjoyable way to pass the time while I was waiting for Ghost. And I did hear Partway in the distance, I think, after they'd finished. Yeah, so I came back and watched Partway while you were still watching Bad Religion, I think. And Partway, just unbelievable. You can see why they're playing arenas. They should have been, for me, a headliner. Either those or your favourite band. I feel like next time Partway play, they might be headlining. I think you're probably right. I think it's going to take another album release, but... And that means I will get to see them. It means you will get to see them, yeah, because <laughs> you won't have any choice because they'll close all the other stages. But yeah, Parkway showed why, again, like Bring Me the Horizon did, they showed me why they deserved to be that high up the slot. And full credit to them, they put on a stunning performance. And yeah, I want to watch them again as well, the earliest opportunity. On to Ghost then. Here we go. This could take a while. Well, you know, there's a, I don't know if there's a lot to say. Yeah, so I got quite a good spot. I was probably about six rows off the barrier, I think. So it was getting quite squished in to the point where I was like, I'm not going to look behind me because I don't want to know how many people are behind mm. me. And there was also thunder looming at that point. It was definitely getting darker. And I was like, if, yeah, if we get a downpour now, I'm just going to get washed away into that fencing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just a great all-round ghost performance, what you'd expect. We had the build-up music, the Gregoria Allegri, the ch- what I call the church music. Okay. So there were some confused looking people who clearly hadn't been to a ghost show before when that was playing for 10 minutes before they came on stage. Didn't get any incense wafting that I could smell. Could only, you know, smell festival. So it was like the, the same start to the set that they've been doing for the whole Imperator, Re-Imperator tour. Yeah. So they played Imperium and then the ghouls came on and did the intro to Kaiserian. We didn't get a curtain drop. No. So it was just ghoul playing solo. <laughs> And then Papa came bouncing on in one of many outfits that he wore. And from that into Rats and Faith and Spillways, which I think is what happened when we saw them last year. Yeah. And then there was just a good mix of what I would say were kind of greatest hits. Got to hear Jesus He Knows Me for the first time live. Yeah. And Water in the Sky, which I don't think they played last year. And also Mary on a Cross, because they didn't play that in Manchester for some bizarre reason. Yeah, which annoyed you greatly. It did, but they played it the next night and they're on in for the rest of the tour. Um, I think they did have some sound issues as well, because during, I don't know if it was Rats or Faith, Sodo Ghoul was really getting gnarly and stomped off and flicked his finger at his pedal for a bit, so something clearly wasn't right there. And also, in terms of glitches, I can't remember which point it was, but they were due to play Miasma, where they get Papanayil out and resuscitate him, and then he comes on and does his saxophone. And Papa said, we were supposed to have Miasma at this point, but it's not working, so... So I think on that basis, they were at least a song short. Yeah. Because I think they just played it. it was about an hour, and I'm sure it's supposed to be about an hour and ten, roughly. Okay. Based on the timings. But, yeah, just a great all-around performance. It's what you want it's what is, you yeah. want from Ghost. They've got, you know, the crowd interaction with Papa, all these different outfits, just the ghouls being the ghouls yeah. on stage, the lights, the confetti, mummy dust, which I did get some at the end, I managed to get some off security. Do you want to explain so, what mummy dust is for people? If you don't know what Mummy Dust is, during the song Mummy Dust, that comes out of the confetti cannons. It's basically dollars and you get different ones for different tours. And the wind was blowing the opposite way to me, so I saw it all blowing the opposite direction. But I hung around after they'd finished just because I didn't want to get swamped in the crowd. Yeah. And then I spotted security were handing it out, so I just managed to get some a little souvenir there. Interestingly, a lot of people did walk off after they played Mary on a Cross. 
doesn't surprise me. People who basically came from Long Tom. Yeah. Dance Macabre in Square Hammer to finish, which again is kind of a a traditional one that they do. Excellent. Yeah, and then I had the trauma of trying to get to you, to the bottom of the hill. Of the hill. Touch Slipknot. Which, yeah, that was the worst crowd congestion I have known, to be honest. Was it worse than when I was watching Corn and you were trying to... It wasn't worse than that, but I was trying to get down the hill and literally everybody was trying to get up the hill for that. So it was different. I was just trying to get across, but it was packed out. People standing, watching, waiting for Slipknot all the way up to the wheel. Whereas before that, around the wheel, you could kind of get across and you just couldn't. Right. So I did manage to ring you, didn't I, and say I'm on my way, but... Yeah, I don't know when I'll be. And bearing in mind, I was quite close to the front, so all the people behind me had already kind of started to move off and the walk between the second stage up to kind of the path that goes down was not bad, just trying to get across people. Hmm. And people just weren't up for moving. Like, I was trying to be polite and saying, excuse me, can I get through? And I was just getting huffed at. And <laughs> it wasn't like I was trying to barge people. I was just, you know, tapping people, saying, can I just nip through? And people weren't up for moving out your way at that point. Yeah, it was definitely more, I, th- I think that was part of the, what I'd say, part of the Leeds crowd mm. that it seemed to attract this year. There yeah, were a lot of dickheads. Yeah, there was definitely some off vibes, as I've heard people say, quoting and all that. I was genuinely considering going out of the exit, across to the village, and down through RIP and back to meet you at one point. Yeah. But I did manage to move a bit, but then I went, I tried to stick to the outskirts and go around the edge of the dog tooth and that way, rather than go literally through the crowd, and eventually... Yeah, that's probably the way I'd have gone. Once I got in front of the dog tooth, it did clear out quite a bit, but it was just that mass. And it wasn't like people leaving, people just moving over. Mm. And obviously people were coming out of watching Hate Breed and the Dog Tooth as well. Yeah. So it was just a massive congestion. And whereas previously, in the last couple of full downloads, the Sunday night has been really quite quiet for like Tool and Biffy. This was as full as it had been all weekend. Well, it's interesting. It was at the top, but it wasn't at the mm. bottom. I wonder if people were kind of congregating at the top, day tickets to leave, and all people who'd been there for the weekend but were leaving on Sunday night. Yeah, very possibly. So that might have made it worse up there. The bottom half of the hill was the thinnest I'd seen it all weekend, I mm. think. And we were pretty much in the same spot we'd been for both Metallicas, weren't we? So yeah. it was nice to just get a bit of space at that point. It was, yeah. And, yeah, I'd, I can't remember. that It was probably Biffy was the last time I saw it that thin. It, I mean, it is obviously a, a Sunday thing that it does get thinner yeah. on a Sunday. But even still, for it to be Slipknot and to be mm. that thin. But so I, I think that's just where we were. I think kind of straight up from the stage all the way up the hill was still solid with people. yeah. Maybe it's people just not realising you can actually get a better view if you go down the side. Yeah, some people just like to be kind of full In the on, middle, yeah. Straight on on the stage, don't they? But yeah, Slipknot. I guess we better talk about them. So then we watched Slipknot and, I shame to say, we didn't watch all of the set. We only watched probably half of it. Yeah, which we kind of pre-planned anyway. Yeah. Was, obviously, it's been a long week and very tired. Wanted to get back. thing with me with Slipknot is, like, I've seen them so many times before now, and they put on a good show, but they don't really do anything different. Yeah. Apart from change members. Change members, maybe a mask. <laughs> yeah. Overall, they're just, you know, they do what they do and they do it well. A bit like Metallica, a bit like I guess. Metallica, yeah. yeah. Um, Corey did say he was struggling with his vocals a bit. He did, yeah. You could tell in not every single song, but there were mm. certain songs you could hear him struggling. I didn't really notice it until he said. Oh, uh, right. It was good to see the plan made it back as well because we thought he'd be missing. Yeah. So that was nice, I guess. Yeah. Good mix of tracks. I think so. It's a mixture of... They played some really old stuff mm, too. Like Left Behind, I don't think they've played that for a while. No. that is. It's been a long time yeah, since like, I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, I mean, they started with The Blister Exists, mm. which I wasn't expecting. Mm. 
and eyeless. I feel like they've not played that for some time, or maybe I just can't remember. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but they did play some kind of like Slipknot that was the Slipknot that I prefer. Yeah. So they play things like The Devil in Eye. Yes, yeah, I love that one. Wait and Bleed. Yeah, I was surprised that came so early, actually. I am as well. I thought that would be a later edition if we were going to play it. Yeah, we were kind of on the point at leaving. I think after Left Behind, then they started Wait and Bleed, and I was like, no, I've got to watch this one. Got to watch this one, yeah. And then we packed our stuff up to Unsainted. Yep. And they played Snuff as we were leaving, which was just like the end credits rolling, I guess. I suppose it was, yeah. Yeah. But annoyingly... Mm. Because of the way the wind was travelling, mm. you couldn't hear the rest of it like mm. you could for the other previous nights. Yeah, like when we got back to the tent, you couldn't really hear. You could, could hear we... bits, but the wind was in the opposite direction, wasn't yeah. it? And it's frustrating because they have come out. I'm a bit annoyed that we didn't stay for it all because they mm. played People Equal Shit, yeah. Duality, and Spit It Out. Yeah. I love Spit It Out. Yeah. It's one of my favourites. What would you have crouched down? Oh, fuck no. Apparently that's one of the biggest crowds they've had for that. I read somewhere. Oh, which is weird, because I'm sure the crowd was probably not far off last time they were at Download. Yeah. But yeah, anyone who actually did the Croucher Down and spit it out for the last track of the whole weekend. Yeah, fair play. Absolutely. I could not have mm. crouched. I don't think I've crouched down for a Slipknot thing since 2004. Mm. Yeah. I did do it for Ring Me The Horizon, though. Did you? On Friday, yeah. I didn't want to be the only one stood there <laughs> amongst a crowd of youngsters True. crouching yeah. down. Yeah, but you're getting on. I know, that's what I mean, though. I didn't want to make it obvious. kind of wish I'd stayed for Snuff, actually, because I think that would have been a really good sing-along to watch yeah. with the modern-day equivalent of lighters in the air. Yeah. And, yeah, that was that was the weekend. It was. So, little summary, then, of the good, the bad and the dusty. Mm. And the dusty says it all, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It, it was very fucking dusty. Waking up feeling like a mad dog every day is not the one. No, but, very dusty, we, very yeah. hot, very humid. Very sweater. But I, th- I still think a good, like I said yeah. before, it's not been my favourite download. Yeah, I just think the heat and the amount of people impacted on things, but they're not really things that, obviously, the tour point can control the amount of people, but not the heat. Yeah, it just kind of exasperated the situation, yeah. I think. Highlights of the weekend? Oh, for me, Lake Malice. Mm-hmm. Avatar. Yeah. I think Bring Me the Horizon headlining. That was definitely one of our highlights. Watching The Who, because they were incredible. What about you? I think all the ones that you've said, plus finally getting to see Motionless in White, Placebo playing Nancy Boy, Ghost, just because Ghost. Oh, The Bronx. Oh, yeah, The Bronx were good. The Bronx was superb. And another shout-out to the Rockfit class I did as well. That was fun. Yeah. And the bad thing, yeah, we've always mentioned the heat and the too much peepliness. Yeah. The dribbly water. I can't remember if we've mentioned that. That's in the R.O.P. episode. In the camp, I meant in the arena, though, the water was just dribbly at times as well. I was drinking far too much alcohol. I didn't know that you could get water. (laughs) I gave you water. Yeah, just the difficulty getting about, really. Yeah. But, again, like... It is what it is. It's a festival. Yeah, and I think you just had to make the most of what it was, and you just adapt accordingly. And Yeah, that's what we tried to do. So, yeah, overall a great weekend. We'll be back next year. Yeah, tickets have already been bought. See you there. See you 2024. So I hope you've enjoyed our download reviews, all three episodes. 
Thank you as always for listening. If you've enjoyed what you're listening to, please give us a five star rating on your podcast platform and a review would be very lovely indeed. Don't forget you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Ready to Mosh Cast and on Facebook, YouTube and TikTok at Ready to Mosh. So please give us a follow on there if you're not doing so already. And we'll be back next week to find out how Kev got on at Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wipe the dust off, Moog.